Oh, and we're live. <laughs> <laughs> yes, this is live radio, people. Call in 8675412. Mike Jones. Uh, you guys get the references. Um, who? Yeah, we're here. We're doing it. Oh, you you get that reference? I know. I know. Is that wild? <laughs> 281 330 Hit Mike Jones up on the low because Mike Jones is about to blow. 8675309 is Tommy Two Tone. The yeah. two most popular numbers in music, right there, just thrown together and harassing people for <laughs> generations after, really. The number just gets passed down to one unsuspecting stranger to another. Yeah. Somebody doesn't really know pop culture and it just got hosed. It's like a. It's like a STD, but for dialing. Is that fun? <laughs> no, this is gonna, this no, is gonna be bad. that's bad. I feel like that's this is gonna bad. be a bad episode. Don't bring that energy here. That's like um, I thought. I don't know if I've talked about this, but one of the jobs I did was at the lady. She owns the house that was the B-roll footage for the Sex in the City house. No, you no, you've never talked. Oh, about Oh, really? This. That was like one of the first jobs we went to. So. Whoever was on there, like the locations person was like, this is a good looking house. And then they shot that as the B-roll footage for Samantha's house for Sex in the City. Mm. That lady has nothing to do with the show. She just lives there. And now it's like a tourist destination. Yep. While I was there working, I like went outside for a half hour and three different groups of people came up to take pictures in front of her house. Great. There's a tour that stops by her house. She has to have like a chain in front of her steps. That's like, get the fuck off. Go away. <laughs> She's just like trying to live a life, maybe raise a family, whatever. And people are like stealing bricks off of her steps. Yes, or this is a sex brick. Yes. <laughs> Take her little Perfect. sex bricks and get out of here. Oh, what a nightmare. <laughs> Does she get paid for the B-roll? Do you know? No, that? I don't know. Not enough. Not enough for the lifelong consequences. Sure. That's a good point. Hopefully the, the remake will give them, will like set a new house and then people will become obsessed with it and will bother that house instead. Yeah, maybe the four people who watched the remake of a show that nobody asked to be remade or, <laughs> you know, a movie that no one asked to have a follow up. That's where we're at. Know. We're just done. We're done. We're just going to keep remaking things until we're done. I can't wait for the It's Always Sunny reboot. <sighs> I have to go off the air for one second first. Before that. <laughs> that's, uh, I saw they were doing another season. I'm like, they're not. Frank's not dead yet. That's, that's crazy. Insane. Good job, Danny uh, DeVito. I do want to make a quick note that if you hear people like chattering in the background or like a loud thud or like, you know, a fiery explosion, people are working on my bathroom in my apartment. And uh, that's what that is. Or what happened to your toilet? Was it bad? Did you have a bad toilet? You know, I don't have all the answers, Sway. I just know that uh, it, something needed to be done. And now. Your boy's little tushy's gonna be on a little fresh pot. So nice, you're good. Welcome. You guys have a bidet? No, not even close. We have what? what's the opposite of that? What's something that like dries you out? Well, yeah, you like a hand dryer like... upside down yeah, on the floor. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you have a blower. We have a we have a a man we pay from off the street who sits in the toilet and blows our asses. <laughs> a nice ass blow. That's great. Yeah. Um, I want a bidet uh, so bad. <laughs> Yeah, you're like bougie now. You know, you got a yeah. beanbag chair. You want a bidet. <laughs> you know, beanbag. I go to a lot of millionaires' homes for work, <laughs> and I see beanbag chairs every day. <laughs> but they're like the worst really kind. The worst kind of millionaire would have a beanbag chair at their place. Yeah, sure. like a cool tech bro. Like they a would, crypto dog. They'd be like, oof, oof. <laughs> you're, you're coming over. 
to like i don't know survey something at their house right and they're like have a seat i do that yeah they they sit at a it's a glass table they're sitting at a full-on like gamer chair that <laughs> there's a straw that feeds them like hawaiian punch yeah or cold red there's or something. like a very cool painted urinal at the bottom of it and then on your end they have the floor like rises up like a dr evil situation where it's just like and then you're like oh cool i guess there's gonna be like a cool chair that comes out and then you look and it's just a bean bag chair yeah i also like that they have to have like a live-in servant come up and put on the uh you know have you ever seen those booties for your boots like if you're painting a yes, house, yes, every yes, once in a while, rich people will make me put those on. I like the idea of them having a very big one for their beanbag chair. And like, sure. Hold on, before you sit, <laughs> the dirty work clothes. <laughs> Gotta bag it up. Yeah, this is my nice beanbag. I would have made you. I would have covered my couch if we did this podcast. No, you I covered my couch. I, I would put plastic. I'm not even on my coming couch. in my work clothes. Before you come over, be like, hey man, I I gotta put plastic on this. <laughs> no, no, there's always plastic on this couch. I don't know what you're talking yeah, about. You know. <laughs> don't worry that it says plastic specifically for the podcast, just because I don't want Albert to touch my stuff. This is always here. It's Listen, if you put it. a plastic on your furniture for me, I do get to pee on it. That's the rules. That's the balance. All right. Well, I'm not gonna waste good plastic. You're acting like the plastic is to keep your pee out, but it's to seal mine in. So <laughs> don't you take my pee from my couch. Don't you take that's, my couch pee. That's the difference between <laughs> me and you, baby. How was your Thanksgiving, dude? It Did was great. Know? I had a Friendsgiving thing, you know, ate a bunch of food, got really drunk, and then went home, went to bed, and then worked the next day. Oh man, you had to work the Friday after? Yeah, but it was kind of great because I, you know, one day off. Fridays are always the best day because it's payday and it's like the weekend. And then I had like a day off before, so I was well rested and all yeah. that stuff. And so now I'm a proponent of a one day work week. You get a Friday, a Saturday, and then five Sundays to relax. <laughs> that's what a work week should be. I don't think that's all that. Uh, okay, that's the lesson you took out of it. That's I'm gonna fine. hang out with the four day work week people and drown out and just like take away from their costs but be like one day work week yeah i love the idea of you sincerely going out to like your boss and being like hey i know there's a lot going on with the pandemic and you know small businesses are getting hard because of you know dirty joe biden or whatever yeah sure how about this one day work week and they just like throw a hammer at you or something (laughs) it's always a president's fault that small businesses are doing poorly and not the absolute violence large businesses do to suffocate competition 100 percent. people will be like whoever the president is you know Rose Mana spit, whatever. Elon Musk, good guy, I think. Actually. Yeah, Seems he's like really nice uh boosting the economy. Yeah. With his it, bong business or whatever bullshit he does. We are a backwards country. And now we have a new uh like variant to worry about, apparently. So that's fun. Anyway. Um, did you the vaccine works against it though, the South African doctors say. So that's cool. I've heard it. I don't know. This we're in a loop because this is the same shit where some people say one thing and then everybody else yeah. says another thing. And I'm like, that's I been don't the know fun of the COVID thing the whole time. Where it's yeah. like every piece of information you hear will be countered immediately. Yes, I will, and I will say like it is like confusing. So over the last you know couple of weeks, I've been to New York, Wisconsin, and Minnesota, 
and like it is confusing to keep up with like the mandates and what what people what you need to do you need to wear a mask do people are people vaccinated like are the cases high are they low like whatever you seem like a weenie if you come into the state wearing a mask that's a lot of me being like am i gonna look like a bitch if i wear a mask (laughs) that's so fucked up yeah uh height of the pandemic i drove my mom across the country and the way people looked at me in iowa as their numbers were skyrocketing, they're like, "Look at this dumb motherfucker!" Oh, to the ga- inside the gas station with this! Wow, right. you scared of my air, dude? Right. I'm like, <laughs> I truly hope you all die. I'm like, if this would have been socially acceptable, I would have been doing this generations ago, decades. You know, I would have, I would make sure my kids wear masks inside of this gas station. I know who you people are, <laughs> and uh, I don't want to breathe the same air as you. Honestly, there's just something to like. Listen, until I physically experience something, I'm not going to trust anyone with any piece of information. <laughs> You're like, cool, that's great. Until half my family's dead, I'm not going to believe a damn thing. That's why you thought babies came out of butts for so long. You're like, babies oh, no. do come out of butts. Yeah, it's great. I hear women you... poop during uh, childbirth sometimes. That's true. They poop out babies. Um... <laughs> oh, that's a big baby. <laughs> Which one was it? Which one was it? God damn it. it was a kid. <laughs> I can see. <laughs> uh yeah i do want to say real quick i <laughs> the doctor holding like his hands up please don't be poop please don't be poop <laughs> <laughs> it's a boy oh. thank god <laughs> uh i was in minnesota and we did the show that i've been talking about all the time on here oh and i want to say thank you to everybody who came out there were a lot of people who asked for you albert you weren't there i told them you didn't want to come because you hate middle america and you think we should all everybody in middle america should die in a fire you said i'm an east coast elite republican i'm everything baby true you are those three things specifically yeah <laughs> it's like a big part of your identity uh and uh yeah I love thank consolidated you. wealth <laughs> everyone was all the people were fun it was super stressful i hated my life for almost every second up until the actual show and then the show the show's producing is definitely the coolest and most chill part of comedy it's a really right? awesome thing that we get to do is uh hey you know like the stress of putting an entire room's fun on your shoulders but now you get that plus every other aspect of the night yeah <laughs> just piled on I the fun thing about traveling back home for me is no matter how long I'm there, people are like, oh, shucks. I I wish you could have stayed a little bit longer, you know, and I'm like, you don't want that. I don't want that. I was there. I was generally in the Midwest for like two weeks. Wow. And people were like, but you're not going to be here for Christmas. And I'm like, I don't (laughs) think I'll ever be back, honestly. Sometimes I feel like Thanksgiving and Christmas should be on the same week so we could just get it over with. The weird gap between them is such a fucking hassle. It would be so, so, so much easier. And like we I haven't bought any plane tickets for anything for work Christmas. And right now they're like over a thousand dollars. So yeah, this who's not going to be home for Christmas. Oh, cool. You want to come to the Christmas at my house? I think we might do something here. No, I no? think I'd rather be good. alone. Good, good, good. Um, <laughs> good, good, good. I got no. you a present. No big deal. It's fine. No, All right, it's I'll take fine. it back. I'm sure there's returns on. Yeah, caviar. light it on fire. I'm sure there's somebody on the street who needs the heat in the holiday season. It's fine. Oh, <laughs> you don't need a fire. Let me come fix your boiler. I'm a boiler man. <laughs> I love yes. boilers. They're big, ugly beasts, and you hit them with a wrench, and then they just work. That's how you, someone who is you know unhomed on the street, is like, excuse me, sir. I just need a little little money for you know food maybe i don't know some matches for warmth and you're like you don't need matches you need a boiler you yeah. homeless fool <laughs> i'm gonna install a trailer with a boiler in it and then the steam pipe's just gonna go straight to your head yeah it could be Make a, it a bomb 
That's pretty Ooh, fun. I'd that'd be that. fun. A whole trailer yeah, yeah. bong. Yes. Get so high, sleep through a month. Bam. Winter's over. Um, I saw so many babies over the last few weeks. I saw. I mean, I I won't repeat. I did it. I I tweeted about it. Not a big deal. Um, oh but my God, I, you're always tweeting. Yeah, <laughs> I know. It's it's what I do. Um, but we saw so many babies, and it was. I like the babies. I like the people. They're good. It is just like a lot of extra new people in a time where I'm like. You guys know this planet's like about to go under, right? Like you know what's happening, but you can't say that. You have to be like, "Oh, I love your baby's toes." Uh, mm-hmm. You're like, all baby you're toes. Like, like, oh my god! In seventy years, that kid's gonna be fighting for water. Yeah, enjoy, that. suckers. What are you gonna do? I think you want to have a baby. You want to have a baby, don't you? I think I would. The ideal would be to have one and then adopt one. Mm. Do a twofer, you know? Yeah. And then the, we could deal with a weird adopted kid. Would you uh, teach it how to fight for its life? No, no, no. no I have no skills have no to skills? pass it on. I don't know. That is the thing I think about a lot. Like besides babies, I saw a lot of I saw a lot of like sheds and stuff and things people were building on their own. And I was like, I can't do any of this. People are like also to a T, every parent I visited was like, I'm so sorry. The house is messy right now. I was like, how why would you ever apologize for like, you know, having like a terror run around and destroy everything you've built. And then you expect, I would, if I came over and I was like, Oh my God, it's a little bit dirty. Don't you think you could <laughs> genuinely, you would, you could, that's a um, standard, like standard ground applies to that <laughs> in most states. Oh, cool. You come from New York, you childless asshole and you judge my house. That'd be a cool right. thing to do is just to not have kids and then show up at other people's homes and judge them. <laughs> I can't imagine going to any home in the midwest and judging i mean yeah even if it's like even if it's trash even if it's the worst house i've ever seen it still has 16 more bedrooms and thousands of feet more i can't speak but way more space than anything i've ever lived in in new york so there's no way i'm like oh you're not living in an attic with six (laughs) other people congrats you're an adult and i'm a child so i get all my my judgments are all about their furniture oh so none of your furnitures are bags okay that's cool so where's where's the child gonna find itself just on a normal couch (laughs) you're gonna smoke a bong in a kitchen chair that's stupid your kid's gonna grow up dumb I see you childproofed everything in the home, but there there isn't a series of, you know, colored beanbag be- beanbag chairs around the kitchen table. What are we even doing here? It's you don't want your kid to be creative? It's Ooh. a bed. It's a terrible table. It's everything you need it to be. It's like I'm a big cat and I just get, that's where I lay. That's, uh, where I, that's how chairs. I feel like it. Yeah, I am the house pet. <laughs> you are a house pet. You're I'm a house, house pet. pet. It's nice. Oh, are you all right? Are we okay? Are we gonna make it? We're we gonna survive. My jet lag. Great. I'm not jet lag. I'm just tired. you're not jet lag. You're just regular tired. I'm regular tired. Um, I don't know. I feel like if someone were to judge me on my behavior <laughs> right now, I would get a kind of a low score. But I'm gonna kick it. It up would be so cruel if we judged your incredible body, incredible face, incredible I voice. I do. I was looking at myself in the mirror. You know, once once every like eight and a half months, I can look in the mirror and then I've like find like 
a thing that I'm okay with on my body. It's very small usually, but I sometimes I can find. <laughs> yeah, thing. it is. <laughs> yeah, it's never that thing. <laughs> uh, uh, look at those little nips, oh tiny nips. Got, then sometimes when I'm in the mirror and I'm just fresh out of the shower and I'm like lathering up and little, you know, lubing up, goobing up. I'll be like these shoulders. I don't mind them. They're okay. You know, I could be, I could be a shoulder model, maybe. Mm, that'd be cool. Do you have Love a thing a... that you like about yourself? No, not at all. Not <laughs> a single thing. My beard is cool, I guess. Your beard is cool. It oh. replaces a lack of jawline, which I'm very grateful for. Yeah, thank you for hiding that for sure. <laughs> I don't know. We should start. We should start our own modeling agency where we just find the one thing that you have and we just milk that shit to the bone until you are rich beyond your years i actually think it would be really fun to do our targets show but like have no modeling experience and not be attached to the industry at all just be random people who are like yeah i'm judging teens bodies that's what uh, i do for a living oh, okay i wish you wouldn't have said <laughs> teens it was good until you specifically said it was okay. teens. before we get into it but that's what bummed me out reading through all these and then like yeah and then this person came out about her experience as a 22 year old in the show you're like god damn everyone's so young but 22 <laughs> again technically not a teenager so i'm sure. more okay with it anyone uh, in the anyone under 28 is a teenager as far as i'm concerned oh y'all are babies that makes a lot of your behavior very problematic <laughs> what what behavior i do nothing all right let's start the show <laughs> <laughs> folks welcome to burn your heroes the greatest pod in the universe every week we take people that you love you hate the most renowned figures from history media pop culture and we take them down a peg we burn them in a heap we tell you why they're gray sometimes we talk about the weird stuff growing on my feet sometimes we stay on topic we do it all baby we're multifaceted we're two wonderful men with jobs and we're here to make you laugh uh and think and maybe a little bit sick <laughs> okay all right <laughs> okay i am albert kirshner as always i had to retire in shame from my job as a mall cop because of oh. what i did in the fountain yeah that's fine you can pee in though you can usually get away with peeing in a fountain but you can't poop in them people really don't like when you boop in the fountain it's got to be in the right it, it's timing is everything you know if you can poop and walk away or maybe like poop in your hand and drop it in there you're good but if you're you know you're a little bit constipated drops, yeah so you're just sitting ass out over a fountain for like 15 minutes people oh i know whenever look, people look at me go i run this town and then they flee sure. and you know that's got a lot of negative attention you don't want sure. so you got to retire in disgrace. Yeah. Take down the old badge. Put away the gun. Yeah, he didn't know mall cops had guns. This one does. You brought your own gun. So I would tell fine. you, when I worked at a movie theater, they decided to hire a security guard because they were tired of unruly teens. And no. 
the guy kept talking about how he had a gun and then one day a real cop came to like pick someone up for something and he's like guy you can't be carrying that gun here what are you doing and the guy's like all right and then a week later he's standing beside me he's like you know i still got that gun and he winks at me <laughs> and i was like oh you're everything wrong with life <laughs> who are you ben who's with oh. me today <laughs> We're still doing the intros. Uh, I am Ben Katzner. I am uh, the guy who took over for Albert at that mall cop job, and I still shit in the power, and it's fine. I think it was a, I think it was a race thing. I think they double like standards. And I'm tired of these double standards. Yeah, I built that mall from you scratch. Did. One shit brick at a time, baby. That was all you. Uh, thank you for being here, everybody. This is Burning Heroes, like you said. We're going to talk about a bunch of fun yeah. shit. We're going to talk about some shit that doesn't pertain to the topic burn of the show em. at all. Yeah. That's what we do. Burn we em. burn them, oh. burn them up, burn them down. Yeah, we're not a music podcast. So I'm <laughs> That's um, going to go great on our TikTok. Yeah. <laughs> it's just you shimmying and me being like, burn up. Uh, what's yeah. next? What are we doing? Doing that thing where like someone just sings at you and you just have to stand there and take it. I love yeah. that. I love when people sing at you in public. You're like, what the fuck am I supposed to do right now? I hate this. Hold on. Let me. Okay. Before we start, let me check something real quick. I should have done this when we did this, but hold on a second. Toilet hole. Ben's getting a new toilet installed and he has to go check on the progress. He's a real diva about it. You know, some. European dudes are putting a new pooper in and Ben's got a Yeah, baby. Okay. I can talk freely. So earlier in the pod, I was like, hey, uh, these people are here and they're working. These people are gone. <laughs> yeah, these people. They're these people who have the ultimate power over me. They are working on my toilet. They're not anymore. They're gone. People, I'm free. I can speak freely. Oh my God, I feel amazing. I feel like I don't have to lie to you anymore. I pissed in the street like a dog earlier before this <laughs> podcast. I had a choice between someone who was singing like a classic traditional Amer like Christmas song or like this Italian American building that was literally was like the Federation of Italian Americans. I can't tell you which one I chose because it might be a hate crime. Uh, oh, but seems like I know God. which one it is now. <laughs> <laughs> but oh, I hate New York sometimes. I just I got think back here. So funny I, oh. with how like classy and bougie New York is portrayed. And then you go back to your hometowns and you have to be like, yeah, we have to piss in the street sometimes. My coworker poops in a bucket because there's no toilets for us to use. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, it's the big city, baby. <laughs> when I leave and people are like, so how's New York? I, the, the amount of times I have to stop myself from being like, well, I pay almost $2,000 a month to piss in the street is like <laughs> yeah, in fear. <laughs> they also give you tickets for it. They take away all the bathrooms and then they wait to ticket you to piss for pissing in the street. Here's here's it's what's so fucked up. City. Here's what's fucked up about my peeing in the street scenario. OK, I'm like walking. We were about to record this podcast. I'm walking around. I'm like, oh, my God, what am I going to do? I got to pee. I can't use my bathroom because there's two people in here who are fixing it, quote unquote. Uh, and fucking. then. I'm walking around. <laughs> they were banging. I was like, why is there so much slapping going on? <laughs> uh, and then I'm like, I'm like, OK, I'm going to pee over here. And as I'm walking to the spot to pee, there's two other guys peeing there already. It's like the pee spot in my neighborhood, apparently. So now <laughs> I think I'm going to join like a softball league with these guys. So. Nice. Hey, hey, you were desperate in the same area. I was desperate in pretty cool. boys. Nice. Yeah, dog. Did you get a look at your new uh, toilet? How's that porcelain beanbag looking? Oh, I'm going to crack that bitch wide open. Don't yeah. you worry about it. Don't you worry about it. <laughs> what do you it? think about like a beanbag toilet? Is that doable? A beanbag toilet's doable. 
We could do that. What are the logistics there? I think we could do that, right? You just shit in the bag and then you sit in it. <laughs> Not what I was thinking of, but yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. It's totally doable, but that's neither here nor there. Today, we are talking about Tyra Banks, people. <laughs> you know her. You love her. She is an institution in American pop culture. Uh, if you've ever wanted to know what it was like to be the best of the best, you've tuned into this woman. Okay. You've seen mm-hmm. her everywhere. She's had her own talk show. She's been on America. She's executive. I think she created, I don't know if they came to her, it was her idea, but whatever. She's like an executive producer on America's next top model, which has done like at least 20 plus 17 seasons, at least 17 know? seasons, at least. So which is cartoonish. That's so that's a lot. That's more than half my life. There is a very real thing. I like, I feel like people, the what's the word? Like people become more evil, the more into syndication they get. You know what I mean? Oh, like, so, yeah. You know what I mean? Where they're like, oh, I know I got a check coming in no matter what. A fat check, too. Like, so like, what do you do? I don't know. I just yeah. cuss at young women. <laughs> I tell them that they're not good enough. Like, and there's they no throw way. money at me out of a cannon. There's no way that Maury Povich doesn't drink the blood of a baby every morning oh, yeah. just for fun. You know, Your vices mean? have to escalate with your lifestyle, I imagine. Mine would, for sure. What would your vices be? What would one vice you what's one vice you'd have if you were in syndication right now? Oh, I'd definitely be a drug addict. Like a <laughs> okay. High end drug addict. Yeah. Yeah. Probably brothels too, you know? Yeah. Just all the classic dirtbag stuff. Yeah. That's not bad. Like bliss. You know, I would be cool and nice about it, but I'd probably be, you know. I feel like if I just if life was like too good for too long, it would just be hard not to be incredible annoyance to everyone around you. Sure. You you'd be a burden for yeah. sure. Oh yeah, buddy. But you wouldn't look at it that way. You'd you'd say, look at all these people who exist because I am who I am. That's what you would <laughs> yeah, say. Yeah, look at the feeding off this whale. So it's good. You're just, y'all are just krill. <laughs> krill. That's hilarious. Um, so yeah, today we're talking Tyra Banks and, uh, weirdly enough, I feel like model, a job I respect. Yeah. Okay. It feels like you don't actually say that. Um, you know, I know at least one, maybe two models. Do you know any models in your life? I guess. I don't. I don't know if they're amateur. There's a models. model. I don't know how much they're getting paid. I know some comics who went model. Yes. Leaning afterwards, but, um, they went model leaning. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a comedian, but I like dabble in modeling. Have you heard of it? Um, well, I worked at Goodwill in Seattle. There was this old lady who kept telling us that she used to be a model in Paris and New York, and she was like the most intense. And she, her personality was terrible enough that I was like, I think I feel like there were some decades in your life where everyone just celebrated you too much. I could sure. see this that this is probably true. But my sure. favorite moment of hers is our break room was like a tiny, dirty closet with a table in it. And one day she was like, you know, you got to keep your your vitamin D going. And she brought in one of those like sun lamps mm-hmm. and just put her face like an inch away from it. While we're Love just, it. There's like me and some old Filipino women eating lunch. Like, what the fuck is happening right now? She's just like beam of light bathing in it. Now she looks and she still looks great. She's 58 now and she looks like she's 27. So it's perfect. 
Um, there's one we know. Honestly, we probably should have had her on the show. There's a comedian, Sarah Hartshorn, who was on this show, who was on America's Next Top Model. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, so <laughs> I don't know. Maybe if we were better at our jobs, we would have had yeah, her. Yeah, that would have been a great. Yeah, this would have been a real one. Well, I kind of dropped the ball on finding a target this week, and you came in hot. With you don't a have good, to say that. Solid list. Listen, I, I really. Know. Everyone, you guys got to hear me. I really fucked up this week, and I'm just really glad you're still along for the ride. I don't like the idea. I think you just wanted to throw me on the bus and be like, look, we're going to be making fun of a powerful black woman here. And it was Ben's choice. I think that's what (laughs) you decided. It always gives me a nice, diverse list. And I always choose powerful black women off of it. There we go. Even better. Perfect. Um, So Tyra Banks, did you ever like I I don't have like a specific memory, but like definitely she was probably one of the more prominent like black women that was like in my face when i was younger again grew up in small town minnesota so like i had to go to media to find like a black woman that was just around um so it was like her it was venus williams and it was like lisa leslie those are like the three people only one of the williams sisters that's rough Early on, Venus, I just watched the shitty King Richard movie and like they pushed Venus first. So Serena came later. So but I I specifically remember Venus Williams in like Sports Illustrated. She had the beads in her hair. And I was like, oh, this is great. I love who is this person? She's young. She's cool. Whatever. And then it was, um, like I said, Lisa Leslie, who played for the Los Angeles Sparks, I believe. Uh, Is that right? I don't know. That's right. I think. But. Uh, and then it was Tyra Banks because who also I got it. Sports Illustrated cover. So this is the thing. I got Sports Illustrated magazines and they would do the swimsuit edition all the yeah. time. And, and you're then, like, this isn't why I subscribed the rest of the year. Not at all. Wait. I but I really was not. I I'm going to be very vulnerable here. I'm very honest when people ask me what I've been masturbating to. Okay? Yeah. Some, some of our it's listeners said maybe too honest. <laughs> it's a problem. Hey, man, I've heard your pod. Could you not talk about my baby's toes? <laughs> I do not. May, maybe a little, but I don't think there was a lot of jerk baiting to that stuff because that's what they expected. That's what they wanted from you. That's what like my mom would get the magazine. I remember one like this was when I was a little bit older, but it was like one holiday, maybe Thanksgiving or Christmas. So there's family around. And then she like my mom throws this shot across the bow. And she's like, yeah. And he used to get those Sports Illustrated swimsuit magazines. I find them under his bed all the time. I was like, no, you didn't, bitch. What are you talking about? How dare you? I love you. But if you lie about what I jerk off to in front of these people, if you think I wasn't just busting a rusty yeah. nut to your little Sears catalog, you're oh, insane, yes. Linda. Middle you think age I waited once sensible bras. You think I could wait once one month out of the year for like, you know, this catalog to come? Are you kidding me? You know what I mean? boy in a fire of shame because i didn't have the time to wait for the swimsuit edition or whatever (laughs) how dare you tell my aunts that all right it's just an easy story you know you don't it doesn't have to be real it's just an easy classic story i like that the 90s turned the under the bed from a secret hiding place to an accepted porn stash right public porn stash okay this is a sock drawer this is an underwear drawer and under the bed is where porn is kept or any masturbation material that's two-dimensional i don't know you would have probably found action figures under my i don't know what you would have found under my bed i did nothing 
There was no, I was terrified of under the bed. Are people still putting stuff under the bed? That's where Satan is. Are we nuts? What are we doing, people? Well, in the crack between the mattress and the box spring, you don't go all full under the bed. You just ignore that area. It's also pretty oh. visible. Oh, I thought people would get under the bed and then thrust up into like the springs underneath the mattress if they were. Yeah. 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 Cut a hole in the bottom of the mattress and thrust up. <laughs> Okay, I guess I You're guess I'm finding, the weird one. <laughs> always finding creative ways to fuck the furniture in the house. God bless you. <laughs> That's what they wrote about me in the yearbook. Um, I feel like my Tyra for me was like similar to Madonna, and they're like constantly aware of how much of some sort of titan she was. Yeah. But Madonna would like poke her head into my life with like songs and things. And Tyra was always just like goofy things, like when she did the the fat suit episode of her talk show, and you're just like, sure. oh. What is this? This is interesting. Yes, I. So bef- we'll let's and talk about that. Edition. I did watch. Uh, I asked my mom once to stay up late to watch the swimsuit episode. There was like a Sports Illustrated swimsuit show. Yeah, they did like like a special they did once, and I was like, I want to stay up late to watch some TV. And she's like, What do you want to watch? And I'm like, Ah, right. Don't even worry about it. Why don't you go <laughs> to bed? You look tired. You know, <laughs> it's. I can't remember what the network is. God. What is there's like a like E probably like E or the the one that Olivia Munn I think was like is it G four or something like that I feel like those they're like the men's network or like the entertainment networks have cool as hell. that shit so games I don't know Everything. why G four would have it but there I definitely know what you're talking about but I think it's important for us to say before we say the other thing because she does a bunch of ridiculous shit. Tyra Banks is fucking banging. All right. Even yeah. today, I would still hit if she allowed, if she asked. I, would I was thinking that the whole time we're watching videos for the show is like as her. She was saying like really mean things to people. We're like, God, she's so beautiful. She is a pretty woman. All right. And uh, if I, she wants I, to bully my body. That's fine. Yeah. If, I was like, I'd be like, hey, baby, you don't have to hurt these young women who are just trying to make it in the world. Come hurt me. You know what I mean? That's fine. <laughs> Come step on me. Come walk all over me, literally and physically. I can handle it. (laughs) You people are showing this man your babies. What is that? (laughs) The babies are beautiful. They're fun little babies. They're all so fun. I didn't. There wasn't a single baby I saw that I could name that I don't like. So it's great. Um, But yeah, I do remember her being like great. I don't remember her being like. She changed my world in any way, shape, or form. Well, she became like, like a Victoria's Secret model. It's funny because it's I read that today and it was referred to as when she earned her wings. Right. <laughs> like the two, you know, the two professions who earn wings. Right. Uh, Victoria's Secret models and pilots. hundred percent. And one I respect more than the other. Um yeah. I can't pilots, it's... you suck ass and you need yeah. to get your shit together. Oh, you got us home safely. You landed the plane. I can do that. And I'm the plane flies itself. You're just a guy getting drunk in the front seat. God, fucking Joe Biden trying to take credit for everything. Uh, (laughs) 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 That's a different podcast. But okay, so to your point, so it is interesting seeing like this figure who really was almost literally like a 2D version of a person, right? Because you see them on the page and all you know is like, they're hot and because they're in these magazines or on this eventually on tv or whatever they are you're like i guess they're famous or they're notable or whatever you don't really know the personality behind them you don't really know anything about them so then when tyra jumps from 
either just being on the page or being silent on a catwalk but looking hot and goes to having a show where she gets to exert her personality i was like there's no way this is the same motherfucker that people have been jerking off to all these years or people have been putting on a runway or people have it's been so putting in a swimsuit. Funny how mean the most useless industry is. It's not like useless, useless, fine, but it's just like, I don't think it's the most helpful industry. And it's just so funny how intense the personalities are to me. It cracks me up. It's truly really like, you need to get your shit together. This is life and death. Now, come on, go sell some fucking shampoo. Right. They're like, all right, now uh, put this turkey leg in your mouth and pretend you're sucking it like a dick. We need this. This is, <laughs> this is going into homes, people. They need to think you really want to fuck this turkey leg. Uh, yeah, it's weird. Commercial, whether it's uh, advertisements or commercial or whatever the fuck, I don't know. But all that's that what's world. Like the crap? What's like the art modeling? There is definitely a term for it. And I only know because I watched too many episodes. You're not going to know what the show is, but shout out to anyone who watches Siesta Key. There's a it's like an MTV, like the Hills type show. And there's okay. a character who is like a model and she's like six, six, one, like slender blonde. And they're like ripping on her headshots because they're like, how old are they? She's like 20, 21, 22. Like, how old are these headshots? She's like, I don't know, like two or three years. And they're like, oh. You need new ones. These are terrible. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I feel like, like that's an industry where 90 percent of your life is just freaking out about headshots and how right. old they are. <laughs> and and she's like, she wants to be whatever it's called to be like a more artistic one. I I, I guess that'd be like a name. fashion model, right? Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Like, oh, hi. Like that's showing, what, you're right. Yeah, yeah. It's high. I think it's high fashion. Clothes. It's high fashion versus commercial, something like that. And she's like. And they're like, so what are you trying to do with this? And she's like, I'm trying to be, you know, get back into high fashion. I was doing that when I was younger. And they're basically looking at her and go, we think you're more of a commercial model, actually. And she's just like, should I jump? I'll jump out of this building. I'll jump off of the 44th floor of this shitty modeling agency. And you should, that's what modeling is. You have like a face that says you could be in a commercial about how yogurt makes you poop good. <sighs> you know what's so sad? As a comedian, that would be like a life-changing thing. I think yeah. about it when I see people we know on TV sometimes and I'm like, oh, they're in like a my dick's broken commercial. That's good money. Good for them. You know, yeah. that's the dream. That's why we got into it. I've always just like, fuck that. I'd rather just have a boiler job and do stand up, I guess, because that shit's weak as hell. Yeah, but then you're also miserable. We're also miserable doing yeah. what we're doing. So but at least you get doing? to do something that you can like respect yourself at the end of the day. I don't know. Do you I respect like yourself? For that part, that's the only thing I myself <laughs> for. Yeah, it's I uh, you know, now there's like a few less things I beat the shit out of myself about. I was just thinking about that today because like all the insurance companies have decided they need lifelong mascots, and that's like a huge as an yes. actor. That's like technically yes. a huge get, but then it's like, you know, what what like pride do you have in that when you see that every day? Other than like the house I live in now, that's cool. But now my face is just being like, hey. You know, buy these plans, and then when yeah. something bad happens to you, our company won't really come through. Ah, it's and you're like, this it's is neat, I guess. Or like the dudes who were like were improv gods, and now they sell hot dogs for Sonic for life. You're like, that's cool, I guess. As long as you get to like do that shit and then still do stuff that you actually enjoy and maybe thrive under, then fuck it, you know, make that money. <laughs> I think you just came around full circle to yeah. a different point than you originally started. I might out, have. I, love I might have, but I love that for you. Mm. It's okay. Um, so talking about Tyra here. So you mentioned the fact that's our other think, podcast. Think, talking about Tyra <laughs> here. Talking about Tyra. 
I think the first thing we can say, the reason we thought Tyra Banks would be a good, um, it may, you know, a better podcast might go through her accolades, go through everything. We don't know that shit. We know she did two things that were good and then she did another, and she did some other shit. So here's where we're at now. Turns out a life in a harsh industry that you have to fight and struggle for everything, that people tear you down every second of every day, that you fight through and you survive and you excel. It turns out eventually that might kind of harden you to, you know, opening the door for other people. So in the show, America's Next Top Model, Tyra's kind of a bitch to people, like all the time, often, easily, and really fucks with them in a way that makes no sense. So I think we should talk about, we can, and we can mix in the show too, because she's out, the show, I think she's a little more fun. And she's like trying to be like a little more like, hey, it's Tyra, baby. What up, girl? Show? Yeah. yeah. But on America's Next Top Model, she is like, no, I'm like, you're, I ca- I'm hard on you because I care, you know? And that's, that's the vibe. But she does. I'm going to make you shit. and I'm going to take out the things that happened to me onto you and weaponize them at your life. And that's so. Cool. So there are three things and specifically from America's Next Top Model that I thought were ridiculous that she does to other models knowing full well how much it'll fuck them up, okay? One is like there's a model with like a gap in her teeth, which like I think in a lot, honestly, like there are like media personalities with gap teeth and that's like their thing. They own it. It's cool. It's great, whatever. On the show... They took one of these models and like, well, you're never going to be a model with this gap in your tooth, you fucking dummy. So we, we we sent you to like a dentist. And if you don't say yes to this, we don't think you're going to win. You know, like <laughs> they basically told her like that thing that only the only thing that really makes you unique on the show. We want you to get rid of it because I don't know. We're bored. We needed a storyline this week. Yes, that's your up. arc because we hate your face. Which is absolutely hey, fucked up. up face. Well, you know, Tyra, she got her like nose done when she was young. She was like, she bowed to the gods of uh, normalcy, I guess, when she started her career. So now it's like an important, maybe that she sees that as like, wow, you should have to get surgery done because I got surgery done to make it and you have to have this face or else, God damn it, get the hell off of here. But also I think it's like, that's the bliss of making it in an industry is getting to gatekeep the next people. Doesn't the worst part of you, wouldn't you find that as absolute bliss of being like, yeah, suck it, next generation. Now I get to be the decider and I'm just going to take out my trauma on you. (laughs) My bliss, my bliss of making it is that I can then be done. I want to, I see this as a a race I was forced into, even though I chose it. I chose it, but I didn't really know what kind of race I was running. And now I just want to get to the finish line so I can go home and, you know shit my pants i was thinking about that a lot the last few years i was watching like these like crazy long running shows you know like scrubs or malcolm in the middle where you're like you see some of the side characters who are in like almost every episode but then they don't really act afterwards and i always Mm -hmm. wonder like are they just like taking fat money and then going and enjoying their lives are they like did it nailed it i'm gonna go fish for a while probably because that's like healthy as hell we act as if that's not like Oh, getting on a TV show and being on TV for like 15 years, 20 years isn't like 20 years, whatever, but like isn't like an amazing accomplishment. And it is like in entertainment, it's like one of the crazier things that you can do. Nothing lasts long anymore. Mm-hmm. So for some for someone to have exuberant amounts of money and then also just kind of they're like, yeah, you want to see my work? 
it's here it's 300 episodes right here you can see it i'm gonna go fishing that's nice i do like that for people. i really Good do for yeah i appreciate that. the shit out of that you're like yeah i got all the money i'll ever need so now i get to go like open barbecue restaurants or shit and tyra banks is like i have all the money i'll ever need i'm gonna ruin someone else's life with it <laughs> uh she i'm gonna be the i want to be the someone's bad story on their come up right though so something else she a couple other things was there's a woman who was like proud she's a lesbian and she's like i'm proud of being a lesbian i'm proud of being out and open about it and i want that to be part of my story basically and tyra does the thing that basically racist white people do to black people or they're like hey i've got no problem with who you are but I'm not out here. She literally did like the march thing that like a racist old white man would do. Like, I'm not out here being like I'm black, black, blackity black or whatever. And I was like, yo, this is insane. You have to see yourself. And here's a you're an executive producer of this show. You can see what you're doing and be like, you know what? I think we should probably edit that part out. I would like to be able to walk down the street without people throwing cans at me. It's also funny to like reinforce the idea that modeling has to be the conservative like has to be conservative right <laughs> just right yeah that is like, wild <laughs> this is <laughs> this is where oh traditional american values have to thrive all right that is a thing they like the people talk about on that show they were like well they found out i used to be an escort or yeah used to dance or, or like there's someone who was in playboy or something and they like got admonished for that and i'm sitting here and i'm like what are we doing like it's so much cooler to be those things than it is to be someone who like almost shows their nipple you know what i mean like yeah a hundred percent i don't like (laughs) i don't know i've i've i think now especially the best thing i can say is this show doesn't necessarily age well i think that's what it's big problem like america's next top model specifically and a lot of the things tyra banks says just don't age well and then i i'm like Yes, that is the show, but that is also a byproduct of a larger thing of how, like, you know, in 2006, boy, we were not nearly as progressive as we thought we were. You know what I mean? They're like, I don't know. Well, Paris Hilton's wearing a thong, so I guess we're pretty good as a country or something. Nailed it. And now I look at, right? And now I look at, like, how far we've come. And still, obviously, a long way to go, but, like, I have like numerous friends who legitimately like if I brought them to a family Thanksgiving in in the Midwest, the the main question all the time is like, oh, so what do they do for a living? What's this person do for a living? I know numerous people would be like, I'm a sex worker. And that would just be the conversation. I fucking love that. That was not a thing in 2006, I feel like. So or whenever this fucking show came out, I didn't look it up, but (laughs) I uh, I do i do think it suffers from just the era that it is in because there's wild shit like there's a model who talks about getting harassed like like by another a woman who a man is like i don't know was it kissing her or was it like he was touching her in a way that she didn't want to be touched right oh yeah but the kissing came because uh so like that's the next part of it right if something happens to you and you're like hey tyra this is happening to me and they're like cool we're gonna weaponize it against you as a photo shoot and right. so then they would have to like kiss that man in a photo shoot and like okay but you are in charge here <laughs> you could have created that you could have gotten the uh, them away but there's this thing of like no your this journey has to be fraught with challenges and i'm gonna help manifest those challenges right one of my favorites is like pe- people's bodies if they're like plump she doesn't like someone's diet they're eating too much which you know for these women is usually like 
a tenth of what I eat in a week. Right, right. <laughs> it's so tiny. And then they'll make that, like, they'll make you, they'll, like, really uh, hype up fatness for your photo shoots. They would play, like, trombone. <laughs> they would zoom it, like, comically. Zoom go, it on your stomach, Make yeah, you dress like... up as an elephant, which is, like, most cartoonish, like, that is such a next level bullying that I'm just blown away. That's, I mean, sure, that's got to be fun to have that show and then be really sad that there's going to be consequences for it later. But it just right. seems like a weird. I made this factory that breaks young women. That's kind of what we do here. Yeah, that's a really good point. Um, it feels like, okay, first of all, I want to say if I were on that show and they were doing like music sounds as they're showing fat parts on people's body they would need a full orchestra all right (laughs) it would be like a conductor being like all right the horn section all right the strings let's go percussion get in there on the nipples taking his socks off get the sousaphone it would sound like the fucking lion king soundtrack if they decided (laughs) to really come after me musically but i'm not on the show so lucky for you bitch um but yeah she is a person who it feels like she like she had to fight so hard. And this is a weird thing that does happen. I feel like sometimes it happens in minority communities. And it's a thing that I don't think we talk about a lot, but it happens where someone like fights their way through. They get to the pinnacle of where we all want to be. Right. And then they close the door behind them. Right. And they're like, hey, sorry, I did it the hard way. You got to do it the hard way, too. I think that is changing a lot now. I think so many more people now are like, hey, we got to send the letter back down. We got to help out the people who I, I got to give out the help. I wish I would have got when I was younger. And it's also funny because it's not even like, hey, I'm going to leave you to the wolves. So you have to do this the hard way. It's like, no, I'm going to actively be the hard way. Yes. I'm going to actively be the difficulties you have to go through. She 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 does this thing where she's like a wolf in sheep's clothing where she's like hey i want to give you an opportunity i want to help you out i want you to have a good time i want you to learn what the industry is like and then she's like but the only way to do that is to make you fucking suffer you know which is insane that's not how it has to be done that's how i was thought about last comic standing was what a terrible fucking idea for a show it's so depressing last time i watched it it would they would be like all right here's like a 10 minute clip on why this person's life sucks and they desperately need to win this show and then immediately here's us cutting them from the show right like you're you're like kind of claiming to be like a comic maker and yeah maybe one or two people get like a good thing out of this but then you're just pretty much throwing everyone who does this under the bus as heavily as possible yeah so for people who don't know last comic standing is like america's got talent but just for stand-up comedians yeah. right it's america's it's- next top model but for comedians sure uh, and the comedians are way way uglier um that was such a mean thing to wow. say. i don't know wow, why, Tyra, so. why do you gotta do this all right yeah I don't know. Do a push-up. You're going to be on TV. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> I'm not going to do a push-up. My entire life is built around never having to do another push-up, even though it would greatly help me in so many it, ways. It's good. It pushes endorphins through your body, Doug. You oh, I have no time for endorphins. I'm tired and my bones hurt. Push-ups will solve that. Um, <laughs> she. So this show it would, like, early on, they would literally would, like, pit comedians against each other. Like, you would live in a house, and it would be, like, Amy Schumer versus, like, joey diaz or something and it'd be like six other people would be like you hear that joey called amy a saggy titted bitch and then amy would be like joey what are you you know like it was like a reality tv show right 
Later, it was just people like one after the other going on stage doing exactly. There'd be a little vignette being like, here's why this dickless poor idiot needs to win yeah. this competition. My mom needs new bones. I need this right. so bad. I didn't afford bones because I've been this for 10 years. And then it'd be Roseanne Barr being like, I didn't like it. And then the person, <laughs> and then you would just never hear from some of these comedians again. And then they would just pick, <laughs> they, they would just rig the whole thing, really. So it didn't really matter. Um, but if you won, good, it could be a good thing for your career. Or it could just could be, be like another small step into struggling. Yes, it definitely... I don't know. It's it's that's the thing about this show, America's Next Top Model. All these shows are like really built set up as like game changers, and then like half the time they're like, "Well, eh, that was a good year." Yeah, this is because I think the landscape changes so fast. So it's like this in comedy. Like there's a thing for so long, people are like, "Well, I want to get on Letterman, or I want to get on the Tonight Show, or I want to get on Conan, or whatever." And like that changes so fast that like if you don't roll after you get the thing then your time has run out and they're like oh you did letterman well he's been off the air for you know yeah. however many years yeah, so you like, pretty much have to... and that seems like a big tyra thing right she's like very good at like rolling into the next project and getting yes up into the next bigger thing and that's like i guess if you wanted to succeed in these industries that's an important thing to know it's how to take your little buzz and blow it up blow that balloon up and fly away in a hot air balloon attached to a I, house i think it's important to say I, without knowing Tyra Banks, I know she's at least a little bit of a bad person because she chose to do a reality TV show. Okay. <laughs> there is a little seed of evil in someone. Anyone who's like, I want to take what's going on in my life and dramatize it, or I want to create drama in my boring life mm-hmm. and make money off of it. I want to publicly judge people. It's a little bit fucked up. She also judged um, some show I've never heard of and then judged, uh, I think she's like still on it maybe, uh, Dancing with the Stars. She likes being a judge. And that's that's something that's fucked about that. Yeah, there's... there's, I am the decider. She's exposing herself a lot by doing that for sure. You're like, hey, Tyra. Big words coming from a show where we just judge people. (laughs) Yeah, but that's the thing. We're assholes. That's the whole point, right? So, like... We could we could have chose we could have done a podcast where we're like, let's just talk about things we like. You know, there aren't really a lot of podcasts. I feel like the all the all the podcasts that are like, here's the thing I like are literally about murder. Basically, it's like <laughs> yeah. I love this unsolved mystery. This woman was grizzly, yeah. grizzly destroyed while she was on a run. Coming this is back a, to really family. one of my favorite uses of a paring knife. okay so yes we are assholes too i do understand we're naughty biscuits she fully was like they they could be like hey tyra we're gonna do this thing where like i don't know maybe like help a hospital or like you start a charity or something like we film it maybe she's like nah bitch i'm not doing it unless i can judge the sick kids you know (laughs) the hottest kid gets to live i love okay we (laughs) talked about this a bit in pre but my favorite aspect of this world is model activism yes where you're like i gotta bring light to an issue and i'm gonna do it in the most cartoonish way possible one of my favorites is from her the talk show when she's like how do fat people get treated i know i'll wear a 300 pound fat suit for like three days or whatever i'm gonna go on dates and then just be blown away at how people treat me and then a few years later i'm going to uh completely ridicule people who eat kind of a little on my show not right. even fat women just like regular ass f- 
like kind of cartoonishly scary women eating. When they're love, eating, they're gonna have to dress like Oprah on TV, which you know Oprah doesn't need that slam. Come on, wait, she she, <laughs> she definitely. Just, she's, <laughs> they said we're gonna give you the Oprah. <laughs> Oprah's watching. She's like this bitch right here. I can't <laughs> yes, what a person she made dress as the sin gluttony. Sure, <laughs> and she didn't like her. They talked about her diet and then made her dress as gluttony, and then also an elephant. <laughs> that lines up. Yeah. <laughs> Like, do we have any other fat things in the back? <laughs> like, we just got gluttony in an elephant, Tyro. Um, yeah, we'll work with had that. to dress up as the freak, uh, as a circus freak, the giant lady. That's wild. It's crazy because she's like, I love. So, like, for the fat suit thing, it's like, I just want to go out. I just want to understand what it's like to go out and be seen differently and maligned just for who you are. And I'm like. You're a black woman in America. You know exactly what it feels like for people to judge you just on what you look like on the outside. You don't have to wear a fat suit to like feel that. It's insane that that was a thing. Again, this comes up a lot, I feel like, where sometimes I'm like, oh, you have nobody in your life who cares about you to let you do that. <laughs> That's insane. There's nobody who's like, tire up. I love you, but I think this shit's kind of whack. You need that person in your life. Otherwise, you have fucking goons like us being looking back and being like, wait, she really wore a fat suit? <laughs> like, why would she ever do that? You don't want that. You don't want that to be part of your legacy. You could have had it all, Tyra. What really cracks me up is like all of these instances of like, we got to shed light on these issues, on starving people, on people who need help, but then also being like, well, you know, you're actually like part of an industry that does something damaging that you could just stop doing. Like, you yeah. don't need to do like half ass activism about something you're not super attached to. You could actually just change the game right here, right now, right. by not mocking people for eating. Yeah, it's like, uh, it's like, I don't know how to explain. It's like um, being working in like a sweatshop and being like, we have to change the conditions here. Children, get up. We're leaving. I do need you. I need you to build a new building for me so I can start the change. Like I need you guys. Do we have anybody who knows any like construction? Do we have anybody who can do okay, it's all just jeans for everybody? All right, that's fine. I guess we can stay. Like models trying to change stuff from the inside never work. I've never once seen it work. Every model that's ever said that has just ended up like being a bitch on TV. That's <laughs> literally all it is. I don't understand why they keep trying to do the same thing. And it's like, especially now, I feel like people who don't want to be part of that and are like yeah i don't know if i want to be told that i should be a size zero or that like my nose needs to be broken for me to be popular with you know men in schenectady fucking ages 18 to 24 they're like you know what i'm gonna be hot i'm gonna be hot on instagram actually i think i'm just gonna be hot on instagram and then like get like a billion followers and then get sponsored and then just get, like get to go to clubs and like not have to. I can eat a cheeseburger and it's totally fine. Like that is the new way to change modeling. You know what I mean? That's what I like is now that we've taken the power away from like a few like big companies and we've now just all decided to be the same level of mean to each other. <laughs> sure you know like we could all be on the gram and then make ourselves feel equally bad now that it's up to us and the powers and the people we're going to continue to make each other feel fucking miserable <laughs> yeah i love that just the way tyra intended it um, modeling is cool and needs to happen As i don't mind mystery i respect god bless 
Well, because it's so tied to advertisements, and I truly—that's what's so tough. devastates me that they. I know. Hey, at least it's not feudalism. We did it. Capitalism is rad, but it's maybe one of the most tedious and exhausting parts of it is fucking ads, all the time. Yeah, and uh, I don't know. It, now I think ads obviously still work. I, every time I hear an ad, I'm like, "You thought this was gonna work?" Or like, "Is this? It's not working on me." But you know, like I heard an ad for a gas station on the radio. Like we were driving through Wisconsin, service was bad, so we couldn't listen to like Spotify or whatever. And so we we're like just listening the radio, and they're like, "Hey, why don't you come on down to Holiday Gas Station and fill up? We love your favorite local sports team." Basically, is all they said. And I was like. Does this work? Why would you even spend money on you know the mm-hmm. you know the only reason I ever stop at any specific gas station? It's because it's there, right? It's like yes. on the way to where I'm going. It That's what a good matter, gas station but... commercial is. Hey, we're on the way and we're cheap as shit. Come on right. down. So for clothes and shit, I'm like, I don't know. Like, how much is this? If the clothes look good, I guess, but like I don't know. The I don't know how ads work. I feel like it's like That's shotgun blasting me. and it I guess it works, but because like, I don't know. You know, I, I feel like there's like an active part of me that's rejecting it, right? But the worry is like, what is seeping into my subconscious? I think because sure. I think at this point, people have figured out how to bleed shit into the back of your, head, or your brain. So like, yeah. yeah, they're gonna think they're too smart for this commercial, and then a month later, they're gonna be in the store and they're gonna forget why. Because that's kind of how consciousness works, right? If you just barrage it enough, then that'll just live in your head, and you'll think you made your own choice. But really, it's just been it's been decided for you already. Sure. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. I think they did I'm an interesting normal. experiment on it where they had uh, two people. It's kind of like <laughs> America's Next Top Model, but for commercials or for ads. And they're like, all right, you're going to make a, an ad campaign for this product. And then they like ran them through this day while they're like, we're going to go over here and get supplies. We're going to go meet with this person. And they like made a very big effort to like have large, very vibrant things during that day so that they both almost ended up making the same like they used the same three elements in their ad campaign because they had like specifically made those like prominent things throughout the day that they would see Interesting. and that was like such a crazy way to manipulate that consciousness in that way and that's how i worry like commercials are like just jamming into your brain like you can't even stop us motherfucker see you in six months where you're like oh i guess i like this cereal for some reason sure i mean i don't know at the end of the day i like to sit back and just kick down a Bud Light and then, you know, just really mm. have a just peel off my Tyra Banks brand spanks and uh, just <laughs> Tyra Spanks, <laughs> Tyra Spanks. and, uh, you know, I don't know, just kind of run around the apartment in my Fruit of the Loom socks. And like, I don't think that stuff really gets to me, to be honest. So <laughs> maybe it's just a you thing, Doug. But then, like, unless you're like really going hardcore about the like politics of a company where you're like, well, am I going like, am I going to research every product I do? If not, then it's just like, well, then who, who gives a shit if I like chose one, like Hanes over another underwear company, right? You're like, oh, I'm buying Hanes over this. It's like whatever commercial is most powerful. I guess it doesn't matter unless I'm actually, going, oh my God, he's throwing up a pair of Hanes underwear right now. Fagless tees, baby. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Oh, sorry. That's just what happens when you talk about brands that don't sponsor us. <laughs> Ain't <laughs> sponsoring me. That's what they specifically said just me. <clears throat> My half Fine. of the pod is always sponsored by tagless tees by Haynes. Michael Jordan sells them. <clears throat> I can wear them. Albert, 
Do you have a scale for today's show? <laughs> Nobody. It's your turn to do a scale since you're dying right now. Sure. <clears throat> scale one. You're a piece of shit for making me do this. <laughs> you want to get a glass of water? Yeah, I would like to get a <laughs> glass, get a glass, of, glass water. of water. Go get a glass of water. I'll fill it up. While I get a glass scales. of water, will you do a scale of one to ten and then I'll just jump in and pretend I was listening like I normally do anyway? Okay, cool. Appreciate okay, that. Yeah. I love being heard. <laughs> All right. As always, our scales are one. Tyra's a great person. God bless her. Angel of light. And a 10. What a ghoulish beast. What a sickly creature. What an absolute burden on us as a people. We are one community and she is poison in our well. Or one, she is the the that big weird net boat that cleans the garbage out of the ocean. God bless the people who do that. All right. So a one would be... You know, in this world, Tyra, she makes it, right? She makes it. She goes through all this bullshit, probably gets sexually harassed a little bit, goes through all the ghoulishness of making it in a modeling career. And then she starts the show, America's Next Top Model, where she finds people who work really hard to being a model, and she just gives them contracts. The whole show is just them sitting down and being like, hey, here's some brands that need models. You want work. Here's some work. We're paying you to be on the show. Good luck out there, kid. That's a one. Nice, a, gentle, okay. show. terrible show. It tanks. I was going to say, that's a horseshit well. show, but yeah. I do like, that's a nice thing for a model. See, that's, that's the problem. That's what feeds her for 17 seasons. Is they're like, nah, yeah, this, she's a bad, but also I love it. I love watching people be mean to each other. It's fucking incredible. Sure. Um, a 10 is one person wins the season of America's Next Top Model, and the other 10 all have to go into HVAC. <laughs> you're in the basements with me ladies get your wrenches it's time to fix these fucking boilers all right they're going down they're old sickly beasts oh i know i know it's very hot in here it's uncomfortable you're stuck in terrible pose it actually might be good for models right maybe you're like you're stuck for an hour or two in a bad pose well mm. sometimes i get caught up in a bad position i have to do work in and my back hurts the whole time that's what this game is that's like no. a 10. That's not so bad, I guess, is not getting to model, but then having to have a real job. That's like the worst thing I can think <laughs> it's of. It's the worst thing. The thing that happens to 99% <laughs> of people is uh, the worst thing. Or if, yeah. Okay, you're on a show where it's like whatever your dream is, right? Comedy, American Idol for singing, right? And whoever wins gets to do that for a living at whatever level they want to for the rest of their life. But everybody else who loses has to go up to a giant randomized computer and hit a button and it just gives them <laughs> one it has every single job that has ever existed that's currently happening and you just hit a button and you get a random job thrown at you and that's what you have to do for the rest of your life yeah so normal life basically <laughs> so yes. i yeah. can't really get i didn't get a toothy one i didn't get a toothy 10 <laughs> i mean that's fine toothy 10 tyra banks okay um so i have one... to give her a number oh yeah first. go ahead yeah, I have to finish the thing I was huh. doing, Ben. I know you I, were just no, hanging I was, out in your I, I was room, listening. having fun, getting water. I was listening so much. Fitting so into your cool it. new toilet. We can't all get new toilets, Ben. Some of us I have can't to use it yet. and do the work. I'm not allowed to use it yet. So not allowed to use it yet? They have to come sh back? Shitting in the street like a fucking <laughs> Aladdin just character. you and the other two dudes like, oh, what's up, bro? <laughs> Taking your, <laughs> your street shit? That's good. Oh, cool. We're on the same schedule. Uh. Pick so I want to give number. Get me out of here. Tyra a huge high number, but then it's like 
she's a terrible person, but in a scope of something that doesn't maybe matter as much. Like maybe she's giving people psychological issues throughout life and unhealthy eating habits and just like fucked up issues like that. But then it's also like, well, she's not helping design a bomb that kills people. So I guess that's okay. That's never stopped you from giving people very give her an eight. before. Give it her an eight, damn it. That's not real. Fucked up. You're it's... not giving her an eight. Yeah. What? No. All right. I don't know. That is ludicrous. That is ludicrous. Because some people do make it from her show. They do get to have modeling careers from it. And yeah, all they have to do is be bullied a little. You know, when do we stop bullying? Bullying's good for people, I say, as I hate my bullies. <laughs> me? You can say you hate me. That's I fine. hate Ben. He bullies me publicly and on the internet. I will give her a six. That's like okay. past half. That seems That's high, but still crazy. I'm, high. It. I'm sticking fine. with it. She's a bully for a living, and it seems <laughs> fucked up. But it's all anything fun. beyond a five feels more like a you issue than a her issue. <laughs> I hate beautiful women. <clears throat> I'm not gonna explore that. Women. Okay, so scale of one to ten, how shitty do I think Tyra Banks is? Um one be the least shitty, two the most, two the most, ten the most. Um, a one on the shittiness scale is um you're Tyra Banks. That's a one. You're Me? Tyra Banks. I'm Tyra Banks. Anyone listening, a one on the shittiness scale is you are Tyra Banks and the footage from all of your worst episodes of your talk show and uh, and America's Next Top Model somehow got destroyed. People can never reference it. They're trying to burn. They're trying to cancel you on the Internet. There's just <clears throat> there's armies of people trying to come at you and be like, we're going to get this bitch. We're going to take her down. I know she was in a fat suit once and she said and they can't find it because it doesn't exist. It's been scrubbed from the internet. There's a there's a giant EMP pulse where all the footage for America's Next Top Model and for Tyra Banks well, shows. It just kept, hits the Bravo office. <laughs> just wiped her out completely. <laughs> so we just never, it's never, so you're just Tyra Banks and people are like, isn't there something crazy that she did back in the day? And it's like, I don't know. Can't There's remember. nothing on the internet. Guess we so, love her. Didn't have him, and then we like her, right? And we vote her in as president. That's a she one. did a job well once. That's a one. A ten is you are Tyra Banks' assistant. That's it, right? <laughs> Just there's no way that's a fun position to be in. There's no way that person loves their life. You loves get their pregnant, job. and you like kind of take more than a day to lose a baby weight right <laughs> just have to be around the bully <laughs> she's she's like pulling your belt she's like oh my god is that a c-section that is not what we do okay wow. you're like i'm not even a model i don't even know why wow. you care how did you get into my room you know like that's <laughs> what it is so that is that that is one of the worst things i could ever think of is being an assistant to a high-powered woman to a never professional told, bully that's yeah. her job just just a high power person who has just never been told no or who stopped being told no 20 years ago and has just gotten more her brain's gotten more poisoned in the last two decades than any brain's ever been poisoned so now you're just sitting here and you're like hey tara you have a meeting that you set up at uh you know 8 45 today she's like i never did that and she breaks a glass <laughs> on your head and, you know, do you like, ever oh. notice how much your fat mouth moves when you talk to me <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Tyra. I'll be back with your coffee. Like, hey, can I have insurance this year? She's like, you fucking know you can't. 
that's a 10. So on a scale of one to 10, I think Tyra Banks is a four. I think it's crazy that you said six, but also. I'm oh, not, you're going to call me crazy and then go two away. <clears throat> you coward. Anything above a five is wild. I think she is probably a very bad. Like She's a cultural terrorist. She's done some good things, but I think she is poisoning the minds of Americans, you know, worse than Barack Obama ever could. And he's a it's lizard funny because like reading through all this shit, people like and look at all this crazy, dramatic stuff she did. And you're like, you mean the stuff that's fueled her show for 17 seasons? It's like the reason people have been obsessed with it for so long. Yeah, like she made people do this insane shit today. And you're like, yeah, that's why we're back, baby. People are bad too, so it's, well, a, it's just a, like watching people be bad. I think we're yeah, like because we're so bad. hard to be decent to each other, and sometimes you just want to come home, crack open a cold Bud Light, crisp Bud Light, and just watch mm. someone bully the shit out of someone else. Bud Light, like Bud you know what? Light. I should have talked to my coworker like this, but I won't. I have to deal with them <laughs> tomorrow, so I'm gonna watch Tyra do it instead. Fuck yeah, Albert. Where can people find you if they want to? Come as always, you can find me on the internet at Hot Young Albert. Boom, 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 boom. And as always, I am about several weeks away from announcing stuff that's supposed to be starting. Christmas is really... I just hate this part of the year. It's hard to get stuff done because everyone's like, I don't know. We'll get back to you in like four <clears> months. <throat> sure. <laughs> cool. Great. God bless. I'm so I'm that. like, I'm asking people for stuff and I am getting delayed responses. But I exist. I'm thriving. You can find me on the internet. I think I'm... I'm on Reddit now. I've been posting my little tweets on Reddit because I get higher numbers there, and that makes the demons calm down for a moment. There you go. Um, you can find us uh, at before we before we go into Ben. You can find us as a group, as a pod, at Gmail at burnyourheroespod at gmail dot com, mm -hmm. and on Twitter at burnyourheroes. Send us your favorite racial slurs, just the ones we'll you've that. grown up with, no. the ones your family love. Any fun I just ideas got away from that. I just left the Midwest. <laughs> Don't send me back there. I'm good. Um, uh, try and guess what race I am by shouting slurs at me. That's always a fun game. Easy. Slovenian. Uh, that's fine. Oh, you can't say that. <laughs> <laughs> Benethy, where can people find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Shaq Katzner. I'm going to start an Instagram. It's just going to be me following Tracy Ellis Ross. I don't know what it's going to be called. Maybe at Shaq Katzner, maybe bigdaddytoefeet.com. Who cares? doesn't matter. Um, it's not even pictures me. of him. It's just pictures of feet he appreciates that he posts. I'm uh, plugging. Okay. Uh, you, can, <laughs> you can catch me this Wednesday at Blind Barber in the East Village in New York for my monthly comedy show called Darlings. We've got a great lineup. we got Dina Hashem, Tom Takar, Nathan McIntosh, special guests, potentially, uh, and some other great comedians who will be on the show. It's going to be awesome. First ones of every month. You should check it out. If you're nasty and you hate me and you don't want to come on December 1st, you can catch me uh, Caroline's on Broadway on December 14th. You can uh, break out? I'm not doing it. Someone else is doing it. Thank God. But uh, Steve Rogers, who is my oh, co-producer right, right, right. on my show, is doing it. And I'll be on the show. So you can catch us both there. Talk to us. Love us. Listen to us. My roommate just got a breakout. Jeff? Yeah. Syphilis? So <laughs> he's got a syphilis breakout. Love it. Uh, so there's that. And once again, if I saw you this past weekend, you came out to my show, you performed on my shows in Minneapolis, whatever. If you're listening to this, thank you so much. It's always very stressful but very fun when we actually do the show and it's fun to make my friends laugh and have my family see 
all the fun people that I get to bring to them. And uh, we're going to do it next year. We're coming back next year. I I'll be there this time. You might be able to be there. I don't know. I get to do a different thing. I can do whatever the fuck I want. So I wow. might bring you in. So. <laughs> no, 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 like straight up, like I could bring you like I thought about it this year and I think it would have been a good idea to bring in this year. So maybe yeah, plan I just that, can't man. because I also I live in two worlds and one of them devours the other. I just have okay. a job. I just wasn't able to. But next year, yes. I well, I mean, I also didn't ask you this year, but I thought about it. But well, it was too late. I assumed so. I was invited. So <laughs> I was rejecting but, your uh, invite that I assumed was there. I uh, have a hard time always being genuine. And uh, so I'm going to try for two and two and a half seconds here. Thank you. If you support this podcast, if you support Albert, if you support me, if you support, I don't know, good comedians, whatever the fuck you do, I do appreciate you. I do love you for, uh, you know, I don't know, spending your night with me, spending time on me, spending money on me, whatever. Um, I don't know. I'll try to be better someday. But until I get there, this is what you got. So I hope you like it. I hope someday that we all get what we want, and uh, I hope that you lick the inner crevices. Oh, uh, there we go. He's back, baby. Hey, guys, and soon we're going to be having a cool little video element so you can watch me roll my eyes every time Ben brings a fake-ass Carhartt hat to the show. This is real. I wear real Carhartt. No one else wears real Carhartt. I'm... New York is riddled with fashion Carhartt, and it's a burden on the industry. Goddamn. This is a stolen hat from my brother who works harder than both of us combined. Oh, All right, have a good night, time. everybody. I love you. God bless. Eat my toe ass. Did it. <laughs>